Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This story made me stop. When I first saw it, I think Brian Lilly from the Toronto Sun broke it. I'm staring at Twitter, reading and reading, going, what? Is is this real? A gold heist at Toronto Pearson Airport. And a couple of things about this that, that struck me was, how the heck can this happen in an airport? How can somebody take off with gold and you know, from the inside? And number two, it had happened many days ago. So why the heck, why didn't we know about it? It is an incredible story. Maybe will be the subject of a movie. It won't be the first movie about these kind of things. However, at an airport, really, so many factors coming together. Joining us is a former RCMP officer of 26 years, Bruce Pitt Payne. Bruce, good afternoon. Thank you for being here. Good afternoon. Glad to be here. All right. What were you thinking when you saw that? I just, you know, was confessing there. I stopped. I blinked. I couldn't believe it. I was trying to get my head around it. I mean, you were an RCMP officer. What are you thinking? Same as you. It sounds really Really? exciting. It sounds really big (laughs) league. It sounds like Ocean's (laughs) Eleven. Um, But then I went back to reality and went, okay, let's go into investigator mode. What is it? And from what we understand, it's a theft, and it's a theft uh, from a building, which makes it a commercial break and enter. So the sexy part of this, I guess, is that it's high profile, it's gold, there's a lot of money at stake. But when you're looking at the investigation, it's the same as breaking into a building and stealing a lawnmower. So um, I hope you can understand that sort of uh, thought process. Uh, the investigation. I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, well, what do you mean? Well, it'll, it's items stolen from within a building. It, it's not been reported as a robbery where, for instance, there are weapons and such. All that has been reported is that there were some items in a storage place uh, um, associated but not part of the airport, and that somebody broke in and took a container filled with gold. So, It's break and enter to a commercial establishment and stealing something over $5,000. So um, the actual investigation has the same components. The difference is because of the dollar value, um, they will use more staff, more money will be put into it, more time and effort. And they will probably use, for instance, investigative avenues that they wouldn't use if it were, in fact, just a lawnmower. All right, don't bring us down here. We are thinking Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. You're you're going theft over two hundred or theft over five thousand is not good enough. You know, I'm I'm going to stick with the whole schmaz of it here. Let me ask you though, Bruce. You say that they yeah. they took it from a building. I, I, yep. Why didn't we know about it? Why was it kept yeah. secret for so long? Yeah, that's an important point. And and at the end of the day, the police will have to or. It would be nice if they let us know why they held back. I can assume as a past investigator it's to um, to help the investigation. And here's why. Uh, this, when I said that they will probably use more techniques because of the high profile and the high dollar value in this case, um, I'm talking about going out to the public, finding intelligence, getting informants, that sort of thing that they wouldn't do on a very low-budget file. So 
if it were, if they're going to rely on information to then get search warrants to do lots of other techniques, um, you never know how far it'll go. They have to be able to show that that information from the source is credible and reliable. And the best way is to hold back as much information as possible, at least for the short term, so that anything that comes in, they can say they didn't hear it through the media, they didn't hear it through a leak. This must be reliable. They must have either been involved or know people that have said something to them because they know hold back details. That's probably why they didn't want to mention anything, um, because it could send people to ground, whereas they might have known where it was going to go and they could intercept it later. We just don't know know right now. I'm chomping at the bit here, Bruce. How can you tell? Yeah. But I, you know, I've done a couple of crime stories here, and yeah. in a, in Canada, in Canada, they do this. In America, they yeah. don't. You listed all those reasons, and they seem mm-hmm. to carry on. Yeah, um, I've seen it in the United States as well. But our investigators sometimes look bad because of their discipline, and as, as a long-toothed investigator. Uh, it's very hard to keep information held back. Um, I'm, when I say it's hard, they don't even tell all the investigators. Only a select few would know certain details. And in fact, the complexity, the uh, the sequence of details is very important, too. So very few people hear this, only those people that need to know. And they have to sign a log. And even a picture of a crime scene is locked in a safe so not everybody can have it because when that information comes in, they want to be able to say it's valuable. It is worth now spending more money on another technique because this is, I hate to say it, gold. Bruce, let me ask you, I'm not a a detective, although I do think I am. I'm going to be very clear. I have to be honest. I do think I'm pretty good at this, but clearly, uh, you know, they they had to have help. This is the intensity and the investigation got to be on people who work there, inside job, right? You can't be from the outside and steal this. Yeah, I I think that uh, at a common sense level, Um, I doubt very much that somebody was just walking along and went, let's check out this building to see if there's a gold shipment inside. Uh, Oh, wow, look at this. Um, There's probably an inside person. Now, uh, it doesn't mean necessarily that it is somebody that was embedded in intentionally, although this is the serious part of our talk today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's commonplace in places like uh, ports and airports. Uh, we've known this for ages. Um, organized criminals, uh, transnational yep. organized crime, they love to embed people in that can get intelligence. Having said that, this could be the old loose lips sink ships where somebody goes to a party, they're playing Trivial Pursuit, and they say, oh, did you happen to know what came in the other day or whatever? And then somebody else passes on the information. So we don't know the intent at this point, or at least um, we haven't been told that'll be something that's held back at this point. You're doing a lot of holding back, Bruce. I'm going to push back on you for that. I do, you know, in America. In America, you know, you get answers as a journalist way, way faster than Canada, Bruce. Are they going to get the people who've done it? I mean, or is this solvable when these things happen? In the movies, they get away with it, Bruce. Yeah, um, 
I guess it depends who's better at their job. And and I, I know that sounds almost like a glib answer. I've been asked before, <laughs> is this organized crime? Is it planned? Is yeah. it professional? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if professional means you're good at your job, um, it may be. If if we don't solve this, if it isn't solved, uh, then it means they're professional. <laughs> Otherwise, they aren't. So that's going to be what happens is who does their job better at this point? And uh, sometimes the police are at a disadvantage because they're coming in after the fact. Um, we just hope the best, and I can guarantee that they're not going to pull any punches, at least, uh, because of the dollar value here and because of the implication for the future of, of having an insecure um, That's what I want to say. System. Thank you for taking us there, Bruce. I was just going to say, what does the, I mean, this does not look good for Pearson. And I have to tell you, I mean, following all this stuff, we had, we had our prime minister and uh, Washington Post world alert. Um, prime minister in Canada says they can't meet in their military and NATO making news all around the world. And then we have this. It's, uh, do Canadians need to get their image back here? Maybe tarnishing a little bit that we're a little bit off the game, Bruce. Would you agree? Well, I, I think that there are going to be a lot of people taking a lot of time to look at the security here. Um, now, one of the issues is, from what I understand, and I'm, I'm going off a lot of the same level of information that you're going off right now. You don't have any inside info, info, Bruce? No, no info? I don't. And um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to say that they're going to look at this, even though apparently it wasn't part of Pearson's security. From what I understand, it went to another firm or such, another responsible group. Either way. It, it is a black eye, and, and I think we want to clear this up as soon as possible so it doesn't happen again. No, I want to ask you, too, um, you said something that was on everyone's mind, as we know. We see mm-hmm. it in the movies, and we know it in real life. People must get bribed a lot on the inside, especially you know, at airports. They have to. How do you take drugs through the airport if you don't know how to do it and get inside information? It manipulation, persuasion, blackmail. Mm-hmm. This is why they, they do security checks on people and hope that they are done well. If somebody has a hidden secret, it can be manipulated. It can be played on. There are so many ways to get information. And I think if anything else, the big take on this story is what a wake up call. I agree. And Bruce, and on the inside there, you know how these things are done. Are they looking right now at people who work there, people on the inside, people who had access? Are they looking for somebody who looks a little uh, nervous, nervous in the knees or shady looks? Everything. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to they're going to go through. And uh, I like to think of it as a an investigation of exclusion where they're going to go through and they will be excluding. They will have a huge list, and now they're going to exclude. They will work on internal factors, external. They will have their ears to the ground, hoping that somebody calls crime stoppers. Um, You know, with luck, um, the the common factor in catching people is uh, bad guys talk to each other. All you need to do is tell one person that ends up hating you a year from now even and the phone call comes into the police. Uh, people change uh, their thoughts on relationships over time. So uh, even if it doesn't get solved quickly, 
Um, time is on the side of the investigators. They might not get the gold back, but they will at least figure out over time uh, who did this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 